Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yes, sirree. Boy, we've already gone through one hour. How about that? Does it feel like it, Phil? Or? Yeah, it feels like I just got here. Yeah, I mean, it's, me too. It's weird. It I goes think so I fast. blacked out. I know. Me too. The one hour so- and a half of Dr. Pepper. Half a Dr. Pepper. Boy, you're, you're really... And one uh, pound cake, lemon pound cake that Phil brings is almost as good as my mother's, but... Oh. Can't quite get there yet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we can't share Colby and Andrea with yeah, I know. Uh, Phil. Phil brings down. in stuff. Well, if you don't have that, then I might just make. Well, okay, Colby, the baker's dozen. You got to have some of these donuts. You got a, if you got a heavy foot. Uh, you can they come up sixty four. They were still warm this morning when I got them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. You know, when I was fixing myself breakfast this morning, I was thinking about you, Phil, and I said, I wonder what goodie she's going to bring. <laughs> oh, she's got oh, a yeah. big old box. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we got Phil Campbell and uh, Rufus Edmonston, the uh, former Attorney General and Secretary of State and Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee and the current Secretary General of Gardening. My most precious. He's doing very well, too. Yeah. Prized honor, yeah. Secretary General of Gardening. Absolutely. From, your, um, from Elaine Marshall, who's yeah. the current Secretary of State. That's so proclaimed. All right, and, and the, signed and the, by the governor. And the father of Jasper. Father of Jasper. Yes. Yeah. That. I was Jasper this morning. Uh, faithful okay. bird dog. Yeah. Well, he had his teeth uh, brushed a couple days ago. and had to. He's been of, smoking too many cigars. Yeah, yeah he? he had to go <laughs> under, under to take that and came home very wobbly. Yeah. And I said, son, you look like you're drunk. Colby, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you ever go to the farmer's market at uh, North Carolina State Farmer's Market here in Raleigh? Oh yes, especially for that restaurant. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna we're gonna go out there right now. Sim McKeever is the manager, and uh, newcomer Billy Howell is is also with us, and we're gonna talk about uh, the, the cold weather out there at the farmers market this morning. Uh, it was a little chilly, wasn't it, uh, Sim? It, it sure was. Uh, and Billy. Good morning. Morning. Yeah, I had a nice little chill this morning, but uh, it's just starting to warm up and got a good crowd started. So what do we got under the farmer's shed this morning? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that over to Billy. I'm gonna just be the co-pilot today. All right, Billy. Uh, I don't I don't know what uh, if we have anything new. I know uh, quite often we have uh, this time of year we have a little asparagus out there um, and strawberries. I guess we're getting some local strawberries mm-hmm. now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, they're becoming uh, a little more plentiful. Uh, we got strawberries over there. Uh, 
Let's see. We got find my list here. There's a bunch of stuff on there. I had to go make a list this morning. That's all right. <laughs> it's a great, great idea to make a list. <laughs> uh, they got some cauliflower and broccoli. We got some uh, red and white onions down there. Still got some sweet potatoes. Got some organic carrots and regular carrots down there. Oh, wow. Morning. Got some Brussels sprouts, uh, mushrooms. Mm. Got some uh, fresh-grown mushrooms. And uh, cabbage and collars, kale. Uh, red and white potatoes. Got cucumbers. Yum. Still got some winter squash down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, carrot cake lady, she's down in there and um, with her carrot cakes and cookie guys cookie down cookie there cookie this morning. Uh, Is she using the regular or the organic carrots? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a mixture of both. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had some. I had some South Carolina strawberries last week. Uh, uh, some down at McLeod Farms, my some of my wife's relatives, and they were pretty good. But I'm I'm uh, have great expectations for. Are we going to have a good crop this year, Billy, of strawberries. You think? I think so. Um, they're coming off plentiful. It's a little bit of a slow start, but probably by next week it'll be full blossom. Mm. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, is this this cool weather? I mean, cold weather. In in the case of Colby over in Red Oak, it's thirty some degrees this morning. Is that hurting the the strawberry crop any? No. No. These farmers that tend strawberries, if you ride by there, it'd be thirty degrees outside. They're out there with water hoses, water, and everything down. Yeah. Keeping them, keeping the damage down. So right. They've done it for many years, and they they're right used to it. Yeah, it's tricky. The the rain and and uh, I guess hot temperatures are what. What can mess up a strawberry crop, but it's uh, you know, it's, it's great to have strawberries, a little strawberry strawberry shortcake. Yeah, you have some South Carolina strawberries, you gotta come get these North Carolina. I'm, I'm going to, <laughs> I, I will. I, was just, I had to go to my my uh, aunt Margaret celebrated her 100th birthday oh, last wow. week, and so we had to go down and celebrate that. So we saw a lot of strawberries too, and uh. So uh, what else? Let's see. We did we run through the list there, front of the farmers. We, I guess we got a lot of plant vendors down there too. Yeah, moving down to the plant vendors, um, getting a different assortments every day out here. Um, went down there and talked to Gerald this morning. Um, Gerald Adams. Huh? Sadly, he's out of Rufus's um, Gerald Lightning Tomatoes right now. Okay. I've got some. More here shortly, but um, Bill's got some. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and we we got plenty of tomatoes. Uh, I've seen some squash plants down there this morning. Um, wow. Let's see what we had. Um, there's some lemon trees down there. A bunch of them this morning. Yeah, for anybody that likes uh, lemon with their cocktail, you can get your, <laughs> get your lemon lemon tree. They work. I tell yeah, you they work. yeah, and I know, Ann, you've talked yeah. about growing them. Yep. I, I don't know the right name for it, but a little citrus plant where the um, little quote-unquote oranges are about yes. an inch in diameter. Some of them down there, Them-quats. they make pretty good mixed yeah. drinks, too. Oh, how about that? Uh, Japanese maples, encore azaleas, a bunch of herbs. They got the petunias, begonias, um, hydrangeas down there. Uh, like I said last week, there's so much daggone mess down there. You <laughs> Just to appreciate. <laughs> that, that's one way to do it. <laughs> oh me! 
Well, let's uh, since there's a dead young mess there, let's move out of it and and, and move up, <laughs> move I up to it. the market shops and the and the old country store up there. It smells pretty good up there this morning, doesn't it, boys? Yeah, it does. There's some bread up there cooking when I walked through earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stuff. I've I've uh, you know that's that's going to be the, my downfall is that that cinnamon bread or just the mm. sourdough bread that they have up there. It is yeah, so I good. I try to keep a leash on myself. I'm down there eating Apple Jacks and Rufus Dogs and coffee and developing all kinds of good, bad habits. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I got to try a little bit of yeah, everything. Don't, up don't there. you think that the chili's uh, got a little kick to it on that Rufus Dog? Man, I tell you what, it, it, but it ain't bad. No, it's not it's bad. bad. It, Even it, if you don't like hot food, it, it, it just has about the same um, intensity as uh, black pepper. Yeah. Just make you sweat a little bit. Swim, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> oh me. Uh, also, you. Um, let's see. What else they got? Oh, you. You were mentioning the the coffee. Three, two, one coffee. That's quite an operation up there now. It is. We had pretty good success um, Thursday. Uh, we had the blood drive out here. Oh. I don't have numbers on it, but I know that there was uh, quite a few people came just for the blood drive. Right. Uh, that's wonderful. I think it was pretty successful. Good. Uh, what about uh, fresh seafood from North Carolina's coast? You got that out there this morning? Yeah, local seafood. Yes, sir. They they have these shrimp down there. They're about the size of a lobster to a baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what they're using in that sandwich at uh, at the market grill. Yeah, the shrimp dog. Yeah. We, we got to figure out something down there to get Sims' name on Rufus's tag on. Yeah, I know. That's that's true. The naming rights. It's uh, a very lucrative business there. Hey, he, in that building, you go in there, you can get coffee, you can get ice cream, lemonades. Hey, I actually have one of them lemonades with all the other stuff threw in there, cherries and lime and oranges. That's good stuff, man. Man, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get to the restaurants. Uh, Colby mentioned Yum. the Farmer's Market restaurant and those uh, those big biscuits. Oh, man, you're making me hungry, and I've already eaten <laughs> That's the idea. That's yes, the idea. Yeah. And they ain't no little portions either. No, sir. <laughs> I, that, it, Bag on piece of country ham, that thing fills up the whole plate. <laughs> yeah, they got it all, and, and if you like lunch, now my wife gets the vegetable plate quite often, but I'm I'm sitting over there with a big sausage biscuit, but so you can balance things out. Yeah, I go get fried vegetable plate. <laughs> Fr- yeah, get, get those healthy ones. Fried okra, yeah, all of that. I can understand that. And and the seafood, you're talking about big portions. The, the uh, seafood restaurant certainly has it. Oh, man. i tell you what, you can go down there and get you a full boy, and that thing would just be overflowing with shrimp or oysters. Or... Even got mahi down there. So uh, I'm a big fan of mahi. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's good, yeah. I mean, you know, grilling, grilling it. Oh, that's oh, really good stuff. Good, tasty stuff. Uh, Super Sod, I'm sure, is uh, helping a lot of folks out with uh, with their sod and and also mulch and things like that. And a lot of advice. Yeah, they got um, great big bags of soil. So if your soil isn't real fertile, or you need to add something to what you already got. Um, you come up here and buy it by the bag for them. When I say bag, I'm talking about a big bag. I don't know how many cubic yards is in that thing. Yeah, it it is. It'll it'll go a long way. It certainly will. And they got this. 
they got that little robot that I like to watch every morning come up here and cut the grass. Oh, I, yeah, somebody was telling me, but I guess Monica was telling me about that. That's uh, I'm going to have to come out and watch that sometime. Yeah, I, I, I want to see what a moving, walking lawnmower does. <laughs> oh, it, it looks just like that vacuum cleaner they show on TV. And when it gets done, it's got a little doghouse that goes back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rufus, have you seen that? I have not seen that. Well, I've we're going to have to make a trip. House. We're going to have to get us our Rufus dog and go down there and watch it. Good. Now I know where to hide at. I'll go to Superside. Rufus, don't go down there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Market Imports uh, is an interesting place to visit. Yes, and he is uh, loaded up to the gill over there. I think every day he's. The first part of the week, he um, restocked 18-wheeler loads at a time goes in that Good place. Good gracious. Fire pots and uh, bird baths, water fountains. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we, uh, we've we covered it from A to Z this morning, uh, Billy. I, I appreciate it very much. Yes, sir. What would we forget, Sam? Billy, Billy didn't used to work for the Department of Corrections. I was going to tell you all, uh, Brad, the manager at Superside, has got one of those little uh, robot lawnmower to cut his grass, and he said the uh, kids in the neighborhood have named it like it's a pet dog. <laughs> wow. Well, I can understand uh, that. And they keep up with where's that, too. Uh-huh. But, uh, pretty neat. Pretty neat stuff. Yeah. Gosh. Technology is amazing. Did uh, did Billy get it all in? I think we covered it. All right. Uh, yeah, we got the craft shed. We got a lot of vendors. Actually, craft shed is full this morning. We got uh, tropicals down there in the craft shed. Um, no hunting pork center back behind it. Um, but yeah, come, come out and see us. We'll be here all weekend. Uh, looks like we've got a pretty nice weather weekend as well, as well. A little cool in the mornings, but it's, it's going to be nice. That's all right. Well, boys, take it easy now. It's nice talking to you, Billy, Sam. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. You too. Take Bye. care. That's the boys from the farmer's market yeah. this morning. Uh, uh, Colby Griffin is with us, Andrea Lane from the mountains, and Colby um, uh, and all of his kids. And we, <laughs> we got Rufus, we got Ann, we got Phil Campbell, we got Sam in there running the controls, and little old me. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 9.22 WPTF time. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and uh, Phil Campbell. Colby Griffin is an extension agent in Franklin County. And Andrea Lane, Master Gardener, representing Durham County, I guess, officially. And does Mitchell County have a Master Gardener program? Not currently. Okay. It will have before long with you there. That's right. (laughs) Have you met the extension agent? Uh, no, he's new. Uh, he actually arrived after me. He's from the area, uh, I've read, but he wasn't um, in place. It's, it's kind of a, they've, you know, uh, a new staff in place. So I'm going to reach out. Yeah, you ought to because, I mean, you know, you'd be the senior person there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they yeah, uh, should, yeah. yeah okay. But especially because this year was so wackier, last year was so wacky, and we've continued a little this year. Mm. Uh, you know, it's easy to do anything from anywhere. So wow. that was the reason why I, you know, the agent in Durham uh, invited me to stick around in Durham for a while because, you know, all our meetings are online anyway. Right. Well, that's great. That's great. You're in great demand, Andrea. That's wonderful. <laughs> See, I. 
I, I love having you on the show, and and uh, so you just you got your everybody is everybody wants Andrea. Mm-hmm. Colby, Thanks. what uh, what are y'all are y'all getting a lot of questions about vegetables, when to plant tomatoes, uh, weeds in the garden? I guess uh, annual yes, bluegrass uh, is summer <laughs> vegetables. Uh, lots of calls on uh, pesky winter annual weeds that are in, in the lawns now. Um, you know, henbit, chickweed, poana. Um, yeah, there's not a lot you can do to those right now. Is there? No, I, I tell folks that I mean, you, I mean, you can do a um, post-emergent application, but I just tell folks just just wait another month. When it's ninety degrees, they'll mm-hmm. they'll disappear. <laughs> yeah, or they, I guess they can get with the chickweed. It's so easy to pull. It is, and you you can do that. They the yeah, annual... as you see the seeds flying as you pull. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ideally, you try to pull it before <laughs> before you get to that point because you definitely you definitely will have that. So, um, yeah. What other kind of questions are you getting? Those have been the main ones here lately. I mean, really, it's been heavily um, weeds, and then folks are wanting to know when they can uh, reseed their lawn. Folks are always call and ask, uh, you know, tell me what's the best grass for my lawn. And I always say, well, that's, you know, <laughs> that's up to you. I mean, do you want to try to have a green yard all year, then do fescue? Um you know, if you don't mind having a brown yard in the wintertime and not cutting grass, then do a warm-season grass. So, do, do warm-season grasses work pretty well in Franklin County? Yes, sir, sure. Um, everything except St. Augustine. That's more of a um, kind of coastal grass. Yeah. But, um, yes, Bermuda and Centipede work <clears> pretty <throat> well in Georgia. Mm. So I guess uh, I'll tell you, if, if your fescue does not look good right now, it, it's not going to look good the rest of the year. No, and um, fescues really struggle because we've had, you know, 600 gallons of rain or inches of rain since September, you know. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's struggled. You can certainly tell if you haven't aerated your yard lately because of uh, the the buckets of rain that we had last month, uh, particularly. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. just standing water and that aeration uh, certainly, um, your anti-compaction campaign can certainly help uh what can people be do be doing to their yard or their grass right now well uh if you got fescue that you're pretty much on the tail end of uh Mm -hmm. fertilizing i mean you want to kind of have that wrapped up really probably a couple weeks ago but um you know aeration if you're not going to reseed um with fescue yeah i mean you can aerate certainly in the spring that'll help help alleviate some compaction but you want to you know, aeration, you want to try to use a core aerator. Um, you know, folks will get those uh, drums that you fill with water that have spikes on them, and that really almost makes matters worse because it just pushes the soil down further. The, the right. core aeration actually pulls plugs out and, you know, throws them up on top of the ground. But, yes, that can help alleviate compaction to get oxygen down to the roots. Yeah, definitely. And... Um... The warm season grass, you really, you know, if people are converting, do they want to get rid of the fescue and the weeds yeah. now, or should they wait a couple of weeks to do that? Yeah, so um, if, if you're wanting to completely reseed with, um, or just reseed and you've already got a warm season grass, uh, you really don't want to do that until um, generally middle of May at the earliest, because you really want, you know, Going back to soil temperatures again, you really want soil temperatures to be pushing 70 or higher um, to get those warm season grasses to germinate. But um, yes, if you know if you have a fescue lawn or just weeds, you want to 
try to kill off that as much as you can to start fresh to get that uh, warm season grass seed, regardless of what it is, a chance to get established. And of course, centipede is called lazy man's grass because it grows so slowly, but once it gets established, it's a very, very good grass. And uh, of course, Bermuda grows rapidly and Georgia right behind it. But. Yeah, there, there's some... Uh, the, there's some really pretty varieties of Bermuda. The Bermuda gets a bad rap because because it's so aggressive. But there are some some a lot of different varieties. You know, it can it can kind of <laughs> overtake them if you're not careful with you know uh, diligent with your weed trimming. But um, it's I mean it's a good grass. Yes, a lot of people like uh, not centipede but uh, zoysia in this area. And a lot of a lot of zoysia lawns around Raleigh. Yeah, uh, a lot of folks that they have fescue and just get tired of it, they'll go to a, a, a zoysia type because it kind of the leaf blade looks similar and it kind of has the same green hue. <clears throat> yeah, it grows much better in the triangle too, Mike. Mm-hmm. It se- it really does seem to. Are, are they? I don't know if anybody is growing warm season grasses up where you are. I guess I guess you could you could. I'm grow. not sure they grow grass. We just grow whatever's there. <laughs> they grow clover. <laughs> well, That's actually, we clover. Yeah. I've actually uh, threw down some clover seeds, and crimson and and white clover. Mm-hmm. Oh man, great, beautiful! Wow, that. it's great. It'll feed the bees. It certainly will. That's important. And now it'll that cover you... the lawn. Yeah. Yep. All right, more of the weekend gardener straight ahead here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 9.35 WPTF time. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clab and Rufus Edmiston, Phil Campbell, Campbell Road Nursery, Colby Griffin, Extension Agent in Franklin County, Andrea uh, Andrea Lane is a renaissance woman. She's, she's everywhere, done everything. So at any rate, Kathy is an apex. Kathy, good morning taking my call. I have a friend that planted some tomatoes and peppers in a bed up next to the house. It's a brick house uh, yesterday. And what kind of mulch should she put to kind of hold the moisture in and keep the weeds down and that kind of stuff? Hey, Colby, uh, the the planting of the tomatoes uh, with the cold weather we're in right now, how is that affecting them, even up against a house? um, Well, she... You know, if it's near brick and stuff, you've kind of got a microclimate there um, with radiation from the uh, southern exposure and the sun and the heat. But um, uh, she's already got them in the ground, so you can do the best you can. But, um, you know, I always suggest if you've got some newspaper you can put down around it, uh, that'll help. Um, I wouldn't use pine straw. That can get messy, and uh, vegetables tend not to like that too well. But um, uh, shredded, if you want to use shredded like pine bark or something like that, that's easy to manipulate and kind of move around, you know, once you remove the vegetables to put something else there. But um, those are two I would suggest. Okay. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you being a part of it. You know, black cow is uh, something you can put under that mulch and planting with those tomatoes. It's the mature manure, of course. Uh, The warmer (laughs) planting season is on its way, and now is the time to start getting your garden ready. Make sure to get your flower and vegetable gardens off to a great start with black cow. Prepare new plant beds with about a one and a half inch layer of black cow in the area, and then mix it in with the soil about six inches deep. Black cow is natural and organic. You can't get more natural and organic than black cow, as a matter of fact, and it contains nutrients that are released slowly without burning tender roots. 
pick up a bright yellow bag and get growing right now. Phil Campbell has Black Cow. For more details, check your website at Black Cow. That's spelled with a K, blackcow.com. That's blackkow.com. You like uh, you like Black Cow okay, Colby? Oh, absolutely. I put some in my raised bed um, about a month ago. Raised beds. A lot of people doing raised beds, aren't they, now? A lot of interest in that. Yeah, they're easier to, um, you know, if you don't have the space for, a, you know, a large conventional garden. I mean, you can, you can get a lot in a raised bed, and it's easier to easier to weed, easier to maintain, for sure. Mm. Wow, yeah. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You know, it, is your lawn looking a little ragged from critter damage? Have moles dug tunnels in your lawn? Have plants been devoured by voles? Are you ready to give up on gardening because you're just fed up with the damage caused by moles and voles? Well, don't be discouraged. In the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. Available in liquid and granular form, I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Did you know that many products that kill moles and voles can have an undesirable effect on killing other animals too? But... Not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals, pets, or birds. I Must Garden Repellents are sold all over the triangle, so look for I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent in the big orange bag at your favorite garden center or hardware store, such as Hudson's Hardware in Garner and Clayton and the Garden Hut in Fuquay Verena. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other IMOS Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with natural pest control and protection from IMOS Garden repellent. Earth friendly, people and pet friendly, and made right here in the Triangle area. By golly, it's 9:40. The uh, do, you, do you get a lot of Kobe? Uh, do you get a lot of vole and mole? questions from folks in franklin county oh sure and then usually folks are getting them confused right yeah that's that's always been a been a problem but i don't mind the the moles as much i have found that the warm season grasses the the those tunnels seem to show up a little more in the warm season grasses mm-hmm. the lumps throughout the yard but you know they're kind of aerating the soil a little bit and not many of them but the voles there's a real problem there. Yeah, you know you've got a vole if you walk up to your plant and just just look at it barely and just falls over. Yeah, you know, that's right. You know. Yeah, yeah. Vole, vole it seems to roots. die overnight. Yeah. I have uh, I have found a couple of times in my landscape that problem, but I have I have propped them back up, propped the plants back up, use a stake, and uh-huh. that usually works. Not always, but if mm-hmm. if, if there's enough of the root system in there. And then you know the the voles are kind of pruning the the roots to a certain extent, so you may be able to save your plant if that happens. But you know it, uh, you can use the uh, I must garden repellents. You can also use. You know, Ann's always talked about ma- um, using a mouse trap and 
What do you use with a mousetrap and a piece of apple, peanut butter, something peanut, like that? Peanut butter is my usual one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they'll uh, they'll come out. You can put it under a pot near near the hole. You find a hole that a vole has been in, and uh, they'll they'll go in and think it's dark, and they'll they'll hit the trap. So Yeah, you can use an apple, too, under there. You can you know, place the apple. Just, just apple put an apple, it. yeah. Yep, yeah. If you, and if you go back and see the apples are nibbled on, then you know you've got a vole more than likely. Right. Okay. Yeah. We don't like the don't like the voles very much. They it's as expensive as plants can be right now. By the way, what yeah. uh, you um, I I told you to set aside a banana shrub. I did. Because uh, Rufus, you know, I've never had one, and Rufus talks about it. Uh, smells like banana pudding. Mm-hmm. Um, the banana tree is a little bit like uh, fragrant osmanthus, uh, because it's the the blooms are not huge. And you all of a sudden you walk out in your yard and you smell something and you go, what in the world is that? And then you look around and there it is. It started blooming. Um, I like it because uh, it, it has the little brown, uh, soft, fuzzy, uh, I guess, cover or whatever you want to call it. That's not the proper name to the to the bud. And so that shows up first. And then um, down, it's, it's actually a type of magnolia. And so... Where it's attached to the stem, where the buds are attached to the stem, there's also the little brown fuzzies that are on a magnolia. So um, it's it really is a nice tree, and it has done extremely well this year. Um, if you do not prune it, it can get up to 10 feet tall, but it's not invasive. I mean, it's just a really nice shrub. Now, is this is this a type? Uh, is this like a sweet Betsy or something? You got to buy one, and if it smells good, or some of them don't have any fragrance. No, they all, they all have all fragrance? the ones. All the ones I've seen, yes, okay. yes, they all it, they all do. It Go ahead. smells just like juicy fruit to me. I mean, <clears throat> juicy fruit grows. Juicy oh, fruit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of, sorta. Yep, it does. I'm gonna stick with banana pudding. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> the, wants uh, banana pudding. you mentioned the fragrant osmanthus. Mm-hmm. It seems like mine has been blooming. All fall Forever. and winter. I mean, I it, it's just it's yeah. blooming right now. Yeah. The one, the ones in my yard, and uh, I don't know if that's from stress or or what, but I hope it's not too stressed out. But I like it. Yeah, you know, I, I really like that fragrance. The and, good, the so, good news about the banana uh, <clears throat> shrub too is it will grow in shade as well as sun. Uh, if you put it in in the like really really hot sun. The leaves will yellow out some, okay. So it it really likes a little bit of shade, and so that's a a nice uh, added effect too, because there's not tons of trees that sure. will grow in the shade, and give you this bloom and the fragrance. Go does on. it does it mind wet feet? Um, it <clears throat> not that it, I would plant one. No, it wants to be watered well when right after you first plant it. Right. But as you know, my practices are I watered this tree probably about three or four times after I planted it, and I have not put any water in it since. Oh, so okay. it's fine. And it's right at the end of my driveway uh, where we pull the car up, and it is just it's gorgeous. Yeah. So I don't put any water in it at all. Do you have a, a, a Andrea or Colby, do you, do you have a banana shrub? Or have you had one? I used to have one, I have but not. I had to get rid of it. <laughs> you had to get rid of it? Yeah, it was planted too close to um, a patio, so we had to, unfortunately. It was gorgeous, though. I didn't want to do that, but I'm going to get me another one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sounds worthwhile. 
Yeah. I'm looking at it right now on the plant toolbox, and it's beautiful. So it does, it, does it have year-round interest, do you think? Or, well, I mean, is it, I mean, a, it's, 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 um, it's evergreen, so you know, mm-hmm. it's got that color through the wintertime. Yeah. yeah. And then there's another one that's come out. It's called Port Wine, or and then there's another uh, one that we got last week that has some of the same tendencies of Port Wine, but it's um, another. It's a newer cultivar. So they're really, I think they're really nice. They're, yeah. they're beautiful. Well, Rufus, is, Rufus has endorsed them. He's talked yes. about it many times. I, I've got to find something to dig up in my yard so I can, so I can oh, plant yeah, yeah. it. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, it's gotten to that point. Oh, isn't yeah. that sad when we get to that point, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got another interesting shrub. that I've, I, The common name is orange peel, and I don't know what it is. Orange uh, peel? Orange peel is just the name that... Somebody gave to me one time. It's not a mock orange. Not a mock orange, and it has a, a little bloom that looks like an orange peel, the color. And I used to love to have to see the contrast between it and the banana shrub. Hmm. Uh, but the banana shrub, got, I, I think, got uh, wiped out by some sort of, uh, of creature down below that we discussed a while ago. A creature down below that we discussed a long ago. I, yeah. Okay. Like a vole. Like a vole. Like a vole, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doggone it. By the way, today's don't saying. Any more publicity, right? No, yeah. no more. Today's saying is you cannot teach a man anything. You can only help him find it within himself. Uh-huh. And that was said by Brother Galileo. Wasn't that smart of him to say that? Yeah. Hey, you know where uh, Colby Rufus? I gave Rufus this uh, this book that has it's an address book and uh, calendar, and it's got all kinds of stuff in it uh, from Cliff Joyner in Nashville. Uh huh. Yeah. So that he Rufus Rufus gives it a gives us a quote of the day from that thing. That's a valuable property. I gotta I gotta get in touch with Cliff and tell him you've been. Spreading yeah. his name all over the place. Yeah, I understand that he's a great guy. He is a wonderful person. He's with Edward Jones. Yeah, he's he's good. Got guy. something fancy called C F P A A M S, whatever that means after his name. You know, he's he he went to school with uh, the current governor at uh-huh. uh, Carolina. There were two or three boys that went. Uh, Mr. Valentine's son and and Roy and and also um, Cliff were going to go to law school. And two of them did. Cliff went back to Nashville to run his uh, father's grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And he did that forever and, and uh, sold it and, and got into this. He's a smart guy. There's some smart folks down in Nash County, aren't oh, there, Oh, yeah. Colby? I got one, one world-class radio denouncer. No, yeah, that's no. Right. I, I'm not, that's right. I'm the bottom of the barrel here. Hi, more, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 948 For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF at 952. Mike Rayley with you this morning. And uh, Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston. That's right, same person, Rufus Edmiston and Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery. Colby Griffin is with us. He's one of the Nash County Griffins, and he's uh, the extension agent 
in Franklin County for horticulture. Andrea Lane is, uh, you, at, well, I guess you're still with the Durham County Cooperative Extension Service as a Sorry master gardener. tongue-tied, Mike. Yeah, well, I, you know, you, you talk so much, you, you get tongue-tied. It's bound to happen. <laughs> you know, and it's bound to happen that you get out and watch birds and, and uh, feed them, hopefully. So don't forget to feed the birds. Our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited at Falls Center in Raleigh and Crescent Common Shopping Center in Cary are giving you a chance to win a no-mess seed cylinder feeder. Register to win by going either, don't say that again, going to WPTF, dadgummit, let me mark that out right now. It's no either. It's no either or. Registered to win by going to WPTF's Facebook page now. Go right now. Uh, the prize will be given away on Monday. Go and register. These are always great prizes. If you've ever gotten anything from, I've been doing business with Wild Birds Unlimited for a long time. Their feeders, their seed, it's all good. The WPTF Facebook page is where you want to go, though. So good luck. 954 John is in Hillsboro. John, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. I, I've kind of got a problem because I tend to be like Rufus, but I'm a preacher, and I try to outthink myself all the time. Well, oh Rufus is kind of a preacher, too. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I went by uh, Reedy Creek uh, Road and dropped off my soil samples, and I just got the soil samples back. And I want to have a perfect yard now. I've been living in the Parsons for 20-some years, and you know, you want to have a nice-looking place, but I need to slow down and not do too much at one time, it looks like. Yeah. But what can I do now? I need to get the uh, lime on there, but is that about all I can really do to straighten it out at this time? Do you have Do you have the analysis in front of you? I sure do. Yeah, if you could uh, give us, uh, Colby, uh, a couple of things, I'm sure he can all right. help you. All right, the pH is 5.6, so they recommend about 25 pounds per thousand square feet. Uh my P1 is 6, and my K1 is 26. So they recommend a, a 5, 10, 10 group A on 20 pounds per thousand square feet. All right, Colby, what what do you is think this, about uh, the is, pH and all of it? Is this on a, a home loan turf grass? It's on a home loan tall fescue. Fescue, okay. Um, you can get the lime out now. Uh, I would certainly do that. Uh, lime... You, takes around three to six months really to do its job um sure. but if you are you going to reseed or do anything i mean that's in the fall, that, I, will I mean everybody okay. i talk to they say wait till the fall and don't do anything now well i mean you can put lime out any time of year um if if, if your soil ph is five and a half i would recommend go ahead and doing it um you don't want that mm -hmm. fescue to be anything <clears> stressed than it already is going into the summer months so the sooner you, the sooner you can get that ph up the you know the better it'll be for the grass um, and then this fall, um, I would take another soil test just to see how far the lime, you know, the job it's done to raise the pH, and you probably won't okay. have to add any more. Um, and then you can, you know, just reseed like normal. Um, I, w I probably would not recommend um, doing that fertilizer now, though. Um, yeah. Unless it, I mean, unless it's really yellowed out. I mean, if it looks okay otherwise, I would probably just lime. And um, you would probably need to core aerate if, if you got a way to do that because lime does not move very well in the soil profile so you want to try to get it down to those roots into the profile as best you can um, if you just spread it across the top it's a chance for it to run off and not really get down into the soil profile like it should so then that'd be good to core it now along with the lime yes sir i would recommend that mm-hmm 
Okay. And then uh, I guess I want to get on a program, you know, so then just doing September and November and February, like they recommend on the report, then I can put out my fertilizer and things like that, try to get it up there. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, right. September, uh, September 15th is always a good date to remember. That's when you want to, um, if, if you're not going to reseed, that, that's a good date to remember uh, to reseed or either get pre-emergent out. Um, yeah. And I was thinking about it. this back in February, and then I heard, well, the free test come out in, in April, and now I realize why the free test came out in April is I'm behind the bottom. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I'll remember to do the soil test th- sooner and, and get my recommendations in. But I do appreciate you helping. Uh, if you'll go to, there's a great uh, source, Turf Files. Uh-huh. Turf Files, uh, T-U-R-F-F-I-L-E-S. It's uh, administered by NC State University. And turf specialists have all kinds of tools for you there and calendars for different types of grasses, plant disease, uh, grass diseases, insects. And you can get right to the residential parts, but if you search Carolina lawn. Yeah, and there you can the I, you can actually uh, do a little PDF of, <clears throat> of that publication if you want to if you if you like sitting down in right. a chair and not reading on a phone you can you can get a make hard copy of it all right well that'll get me started well reverend what is your church uh we're at the pentecostal holiness church just over the old mill section of hillsborough so hillsborough pentecostal holiness church mm-hmm. well say a prayer for us uh for the weekend gardener john we always <laughs> thank need you so it. much yeah we want to keep y'all on many many more years <laughs> oh thank you so much have a great right. day yeah, Bye-bye. Mike is in Apex. Uh, Mike, we got about a minute before news. Well, this will be a quick question. I Several years ago, there was a magazine, Carolina Gardener, I believe. Mm-hmm. I so enjoyed the articles. Uh, obviously, it went out of print. Is there another recommendation? Yes. The weekend garden, W. Well, you know, PTF. We we do have a uh, that, yes. <laughs> couple of couple of times a year. We have some pretty good articles in there. Yes. I, you know, I think probably you're going to have to find most of that online, uh, Andrea. You know, the uh, and Colby, well, the extension uh, we put service. Out a, a blog he mentioned earlier, DoraMasterGardener.com. Yeah. dot com, and also you might try the Triangle Gardener. I was about to suggest that. Mm-hmm. Newspaper magazine that you used to pick up at a lot of garden centers and, mm-hmm. and such. So nowadays, I guess you, you know, it's a little harder to find since we're not going out as much, uh, but you can get it online as well. All right. Thank All you. Right, very good. Thank you, Mike. All right. Bye. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. One more hour.